G, I put a thousand jumpers up. Word to Dapper J, I put a thousand jumpers up. When I'm ending off my day, I put a thousand jumpers up. That shit is trash. That song is so great, yo. It's not. No one's ever said that song was great. Go look it up on Twitter, people. People oh, agree with yeah, them niggas say everything. There's people like Trump on Twitter. What are you talking about? That was actually a good counterpoint, but still. This is <laughs> and you lost again. Says it don't matter, no. And that just makes it worse. <laughs> I, I don't think you, you. Did you think he was helping the spins? No, you ended the streams right I've now. I've been playing that song for like the past two days. You and only you. That's <laughs> fine. Um, nah, I, I was. Taylor was playing that while we were on vacation. Like she has this playlist of '90s and 2000s music on Spotify, and that came. That she like, picked. Turn that up. <laughs> Oh, she didn't pick those songs, though. No, she didn't pick it. It was Spotify. I was about to say, Taylor, you're canceled. But if Spotify picked it... Oh, I mean, we don't agree with Spotify. Outside of the Joe Budden podcast, I mean, what does Spotify mean? (laughs) But, um... I'm just saying, Taylor, if you pick that song, I would go executive order. She she didn't pick it. Okay. But, yeah, um, we got a lot to talk about, including my vacation. Um... But be- I need a vacation. Before we get into that, no. Okay. Yo, man, All Star Weekend. Why weren't you there? <laughs> well, first of all, um, blessings because you know, as long as the girl, if the, whatever girls you like in the world, if they're not in All Star Weekend, you just continue to thank Jesus. Okay. Absolutely. And then sometimes you don't get to take partake in those festivities. But also, I worked a lot this weekend. So I had like a 10-hour shift both days. So I was even trying to do it. Making that money. Respect. So I seen other niggas out there having fun. I was like, oh, that's a good look, man. So I haven't seen All-Star Weekend since I was like seven when it was in D.C. So, you know. I dig it. I mean, it looked dope. Um, because it's in an area that we're familiar with, you know, in North Carolina, you're going to see a lot more people than you usually would in attendance. Because next year is in Chicago, then Indianapolis, then Cleveland. So Yeah, it'll be cold as shit next year. <laughs> the next three years is going to be cold. <laughs> and I'm like, how you guys have not returned to D.C.? I don't know. But you go to bum ass Chicago. The well, only reason Chicago's why they kind of fire. I mean, I've never also, been, but I would want to go. Chicago. I've been to Chicago before, and it was cold as shit. 
I would want to um, go to Chicago, Indianapolis, and Cleveland. Yeah, but see, no, but here's the plan though. You have to if you. I was saying this to my friend. I was like, "Yo, if you want stars to stay in small markets, you have to put the All Star Game there because everybody's going to come to New York and Philly and L.A. and shit. You know, on the whim, on the strength, anyway. You know what I'm saying? Right. But for your Indianapolis, you have to make the star feel like a king there. You know what I'm saying? You got to make it feel like. You don't even want to go anywhere where you're not respected on this level. You're not loved. Everything isn't about you. So, and that's what All Star Weekend brings to you. You know what I'm saying? Kimma just got the sword and the stick because Steph Curry's from Charlotte. So, <laughs> it was kind of a wrap for him, but even he got some love. As he should. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Putting it work a long time. Oh, no, man. definitely. He should. Shout out to Kimma. I had, you know, he won me $600 in high school. Nigga, I was taking up. I could have. $600 on that? Yeah. I could have, bro, I bet it from the beginning of the tournament. After I saw him do what he did in the Big East, because you know I'm a Georgetown fan too, after I saw him, you know, rape everybody in the Big East, I put a bunch of white boys who was hyping and sucking Jimmer for that dick and shit. <coughs> I said, fam, $50 that UConn wins the whole thing. This was before the first game. It was 13 of us, so it was 12 other motherfuckers. They put that bread up, and we saw what Cardiac Kimba did, man. Game no, I, I feel after you, like, game. You can ask Tyler. I think it's a beautiful thing when Rob and I agree on certain moments, and this is one of them, because when I saw, really after he hit the game went against Pitt, I was like, okay, this dude's the truth. I mean, I already knew who he was, but I'm like, all right, they could go somewhere. Then I saw how they, to do what they did to win the Big East, I was Bruh. on the wave. I'm like, they're going all the way. And shout out, uh, Ja. He's also a huge Georgetown fan. And once he saw how what they did to everyone, he was like, yeah, you constantly. Oh, no one had ever went through that gauntlet like they did. I agree. It was what, uh, like, five wins in five days? Yeah, like that was unheard of to do that. So for me, like, when I, when I saw that, I was like, they're going all the way. And I remember, uh, Back when the Morris twins were at Kansas, Tyler was like, yo, Kansas winning all. I was like, nah, bro. Kimba, like, I believe. And he was like, no, nah, there's no way they're going to beat the, the Kansas twins. I'm like, all right, we'll see what happens. We'll see who makes it where. The Kansas twins, they didn't make it. I, don't, I forget what round they lost. Maybe Sweet 16 or whatever. But yeah, I rode the wave, bro. Like, 2011, I was, that might have been one of the few years where every team I wanted to win was winning. Like, mm-hmm. I picked I picked uh, UConn to win it all in basketball. They won. I picked the Packers to win it all. They won. Only team I really was off was um, the Bulls. You thought the Bulls were going to win a championship? Yeah, with Rose, MVP. Uh, LeBron James was Jesus. You got to remember, Rob, and you should remember, up until 2016, I was a LeBron hater. (laughs) Yeah, for for no reason. LeBron's done nothing to you guys except for, you know, kick the Wizards out the playoffs. That's why. That was my reason. That and not doing a dunk contest. And Jay-Z dissed DC. And whispering in Gilbert's ears to miss both free throws. Like, stuff like that. That's why I I don't like LeBron. I wasn't mad at LeBron almost only because I didn't believe we ever had a shot to win the championship. Like, if I was, like, the Knicks or somebody, or, like, the Pacers, like, when Jordan's time, where you actually thought, like, yo, if we got past that nigga... 
we could possibly take a title home. I never thought the Wizards could do that. So anything we did get was, you know, a plus. Like, and we was losing to LeBron James. Like, nah, because two of those three years that we played LeBron, we were the better team. No, we had a better team, damn it, every time except for, well, no, because um, we got injured that one year. Yeah, that one year when it was like Jameson and Gilbert was hurt. It was like, nah, there was um Gilbert and Karan. Oh, right. Yeah, Jameson had happened, like 32 and 10 that and, year. And I wasn't tripping because I'm like, they're clearly going to dem- demolish us. But, yeah, you know, like LeBron's early game winners were against us. Like nah. Crab dribble bullshit, that was as bad as the tuck rule. Like, I was like, LeBron went baseline on Popeye Jones. Like, I remember the stuff like, LeBron, man. LeBron was something else, bro. LeBron loves D.C. Like, when LeBron comes to D.C., he does a lot of incredible things. Stuff I don't like. Like, when he dropped the turnaround three. Exactly. I was like, he made that? When Steph comes to D.C., Lights nah, out. Steph goes on some other shit, man. <laughs> he had like 40 in the first half. One in 10 and had like one turnover and no one cared, bro. <laughs> Steph, Steph had like dropped 50. 50. It was shitty. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing was, it was a good game for the most part. Like, like Wall was coming back in there and Steph was just hitting shots and just continued to hit shit. <laughs> he was like, yeah, no, I'm not done yet. <laughs> Three, three. That was like, oh, was just damn. Like, Bruh. Again? I've never seen Wall have a game where he was that on. He was on fire. The Wall whole was hitting all mid-ranges and shit, tucking the threes, finding people in the corner. And, and Curry no was cared, like 40 man. feet, boom, 35. <laughs> Here's a 46. And Wall's just looking. It got to a point where Wall looked like, nigga. <laughs> Come on. And then, like, my coworker was like, yo, Curry, like, was killing John Wall. I'm like, he wasn't on Wall. He would do switch-offs. And then yeah. Steph just go to work. He was, No one was on him. He hit one screen and just tapped the ball into the air the moment he caught it. <laughs> Wall was like, you can't guard. I can't guard 35 feet every time. <laughs> yeah, but that's that's it was like 10 for 13 and <laughs> 3 or something. But going back to the original point, man, um, I thought All Star Weekend was dope. Uh, shout out our boys, Kate up and Ty. They messed with uh Stephen A. Smith. <laughs> yes, saw that. Yeah, that was that was pretty dope. <laughs> Stephen A.'s had he doesn't like Aggies. He went to Winston when Winston and A&T was a real rivalry before I think mm. we moved to the Miac or whatever. So um, nah, I thought that was cool. Um. Yeah, I mean, just a lot of good vibes from what I was seeing. Yeah. Saturday night was straight. Um, my guy Dennis Smith has so much potential. But they like, got Dennis Smith turned into James White, bro. <laughs> he couldn't make shit, man. I'm gonna call him. She's like, last year, yo, you see in the dunk contest? I'm like, Anna, get your, get off my phone, yo. Your man's is bond. And then he did that one drink that was over cold. That shit was dope. Yo, if um, Cole would have made that dunk, it would have been so Cole weird. got up there. Cole? With no stretching. Cole got bunnies. And a hoodie on. Yeah. <laughs> Cole going, Cole, Cole going to give Drake 30 points one day. And Drake then. Stop playing basketball seriously. And even when he was. Playing seriously wasn't good since the ACL tear. 
after that, you really don't see Drake on the basketball court. When you do, it's never a good thing. Cole gonna give him 30, then he gonna give Meek with that funny shot another 30. Tory Lane definitely don't want that problem. Drake and, and 2 Chainz, the best rapper basketball players. You said who? Oh, and Davies. Davies. Did you say Drake? No, I said... My bad if I said... I said Cole, 2 Chainz. My bad if I said Drake. That Cole, 2 Chainz, and Davies. Nah. Chris Brown? Rap. I, I would take Dave over over Chris Brown, though. Uh, Chris Brown. I want to see Chris Brown versus Cole in basketball. One-on-one. Oh, and Quavo's up there, too. That'd be a nice... Quavo, Quavo is good, but Quavo's small out there. Quavo would be a nice point, though. Quavo, if he went against Chris Brown, and he, if Chris he beats, Brown if Chris longer. Brown wins, he gets the punts offset. <laughs> Chill. Yeah, Chris he Brown give him a thirty like, piece. He, he can defend, and then that's what I'm saying. That's why I like Cole and Chris Brown like the same height. Like, but two chains you know, is solid too, though. Not chains a baller, baller, and and you all know. East learned to play in Maryland, so he a hooper, hooper for real. Exactly. It's not. It's he not fair to say that. It's not. That's not fair. <laughs> but that's not fair. You know, North Carolina think they hooper, so you had to put Cole up there and send him against the farm boy. Because no matter what you say, Chris Brown, you're a farm boy. You from Virginia? <laughs> like we can't put Davies out there. He battle tested. He grew up in the gladiator sport, the Coliseum. I mean, you're speaking facts. I, I know the game. He don't want that. He don't want that. Be like putting Baby Beasley out there or something. Give Cole a good 40 piece and tell him to sit down. You know, he'd give Cole a 40 piece and still not be able to drop a single. <laughs> and on that note, shout out um, to you, Davies. But man, what did you feel about the dunk of the the year? You know, with uh. Younger from the the Thunder. Like, oh, you talking about Jalo? Yeah. Diallo. Um, Diallo. Yeah. Oh, uh, what's this? Uh, the joint over Shaq. Yeah, man. How did you feel? That was cool. Like, most of them dunks wasn't. Ill. That's why I wanted Vince Carter to be in there, man. Cause he got some. And you know he don't take forty five times. Like that shit was watching Nate, like watching Nate Robinson twenty times. Like remember that shit that he did against uh was it Iguodala I think yeah it was Iguodala he done, like ninety times one Iguodala had a better dunk and did that shit clean. This nigga Nate Robinson beat that nigga just tired out everybody. We was like yo fam he make this shit give him a ten. <laughs> Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, that dunk contest wasn't crazy. And, Jalo, and Diallo, that was all right. Like, he was cool. I mean, but to clear Shaq and Honey Dip, bro? The no, that was, no, that was ill. That Honor one undefeated, dunk was bro. ill. That was the second best one that happened, because I've only seen it three times. Carter. Blake. Blake. And yeah. Diallo. And he, that was definitely better than Blake, because Blake, your shit was ass. I'm just letting you know that now. That little toss off the rims, off the backboard shit was trash. When I first my, saw that, I said, bro, get out of my face. My thing that was interesting about Diallo, all the dunks he did were the exact same dunks he did versus Zion two years ago. When I saw it, I was like, wow. <laughs> he said, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. <laughs> right, he won. He 
It's like, nigga, if I can beat him with this, guess what? <laughs> Y'all beat him. <laughs> How you think? What you think he got that dumb now? He's like, man, because if I do rematch him next year and I don't get that dumb, at least I already got one. Right. So that's like that's like Kobe before the Vin, before Vince Carter entered. He was like, I ain't doing that again. I mean, Kobe said it best. I only enter things I know I can win. He went and won. It was a wrap. He was like, you think that through the legs it was going to happen? Vince Carter did that shit off a of bounce. And he was higher. I mean, that's, that's why T Max still mad is he was like, bro, I know you're going to win. Don't you on, understand that do Vince it. Carter did a reverse, cocked it to the knee and banged it and didn't come close to winning? <laughs> he did a windmill with two hands. Full windmill. And we didn't even think he had a shot. Steve Francis caught the ball and cocked it back to damn near his ankle. And all we saw it was, was it Vince? <laughs> Vince did a 360 windmill, and at that moment, we knew that life was never going to be the same. No, you know who we really got to feel bad for? Jerry Stackhouse. <laughs> Only thing I remember from him is that he was after Vince. Yep. I don't remember any dunk he did. Wasn't Michael Finley in that one, or was he in the year before? I think Finley was in the, uh, he might have been in the Kobe one. He was with the one with the Kobe. He did that ugly ass cartwheel. Yeah. I remember that, and I don't remember anything from Jerry Stackhouse did. Didn't he do like a free throw dunk or something? And everybody was like, yeah, bro, you should have just, just not dunked. <laughs> It be like that, dog. That's still a 360 windmill. Yeah, we gotta get Vince in the. In the he did a windmill right from behind the basket off of one step. He did a shack move, like he was like on the block, and it was like, watch what I can do, bang, and we were like, oh, wait, what? He put his arm in the rim. That's the single most impactful oh. dunk in the history of the dunk you know, contest. We don't understand that when he did, like, he can't, can't understand that he did that shit so fast. Like, he just looked like, hey, this is what I'm gonna do. One, boom, and we were like, oh, what the fuck was that? Like, I think the second most impactful dunk where you just sitting there, your jaw drop, is Aaron Gordon sitting in the air. Like, oh, yeah, that sitting in the air shit was amazing. It is one of the things like, fam. Like, granted, he damn sat on the rim. All these dunks from the free throw line, and that's dope. And that's what we need the same dunk six crazy. different ways. If I see you sit in the air, I'm nah, like, and that thing is a big nigga, bro. Yeah, it's not like, yeah, he's 6'10. Nah, he he's, got robbed. He sat in the air. Like, they put a DeVale McGee on him, bro. So, DeVell McGee's, he was like, DeVell McGee got robbed so clear. He dunked three balls, balls at once. I'm about to dunk with three balls. Dunk, and it's he like, dunked two what? balls at once, dunked three in the same joint. He did a cradle dunk and he's seven feet tall. He did a cradle and then his head was like under the rim he, and he like almost under the back died rims. for that trophy. Y'all gave Blake the joint because he jumped over the hood of a car. Anybody who dunks does that. <laughs> that shit isn't hard. That just reminded me of the street ball when Skywalker jumped over the actual <laughs> car, like the roof of the car, and I went crazy. I remember uh, being like, yo! <laughs> he was on that Super Roy shit. <laughs> he was on that Barry Bonds. <laughs> but yeah, I just want to say, side note, my girl Candace Parker was out here looking awesome. I just had to say that. Yeah, ain't getting a cake smash no more. Oh, you know, boy. <laughs> 
we'll, we'll talk about what's going on with me personally, but I can still come down there. I'm no, all you can <laughs> Punch you right in the arm. <laughs> Mess your whole day up. Keep playing with me. I'm petty. <laughs> you can get that straight jab the whole fight. <laughs> But nah, and then as for the game, as as for the game itself, I was on the record saying I think Team Giannis was going. What was you on the record saying? Team Giannis would win. And what was you doing? You just ah, gargle, gargle. One, I wasn't doing any of such things. Slurpy, slurp. What happened though? What happened though? Tell me what happened. Okay, can I? Which way y'all in the lead by? Can, right, can, can, I, can, can I paint you remember the picture? That? Can I paint huh? the picture? Melodies. So we started to rain down on you. Can I oh, paint go the picture? Go ahead, bro. Do you. First half, man. Giannis was like, yo, I'm trying to get the MVP. Forget Steph. This is my time. And then Chris Middleton's like, man, I might never make an all-star team ever again. I'm about to shoot every shot. And he was making them. So it was like, yo, are they blowing out? Like, Team LeBron just really lethargic. And I'm Ooh, thinking, look at look at look at Jarrell using his SAT word. Yeah, you know I try, man. So yeah. I'm like, okay, you know this. I didn't think it would be this much of a lead, but all right. And mm-hmm. I saw you was, was out there, man. Man, shit. Yo, Shaking you pom poms. <laughs> so I read a report. It was like Team LeBron during halftime asked the coach, "Yo, can we go watch Cole perform?" He was like, "If y'all go." You know, win this game, yeah. And they watched Cole perform, and then they won the game. <laughs> and it wasn't even like the starters that really like set it off. It was the bench, like Damian. Oh, oh, because 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 what happened? What happened? Team LeBron's the bench. Okay. They went off. Oh, who 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 chose the team? LeBron chose the team. Okay, okay. LeBron knew that he needed some shooters to bang out. He said, "I don't need y'all to do much. There's gonna come a time when shooters gotta shoot." And Clay was like, bang, 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 bang. Bradley Beal started it off. Dame was on fire. Dame, you are still trash. But it was Dame time, whatever that even means. Because it didn't mean nothing last playoff. But I digress. Because he was 6 for 17. But boy, he hit them joints that mattered. He can't have hit like two, three in a row. Get off of me. Yeah, I was, was like, cooking. oh, he knows how to play basketball. And then in the fourth quarter, like... When everything was kind of at ease, Kevin Durant was like, Oh, oh what happened? GM LeBron won again? You said LeBron's, what? LeBron said, you know what? As a GM, I'm going to tell y'all this now. All we got to do is be close in the fourth. And we got to sound an assassin that can't nobody stop. I played against this man about many of times. And he didn't give me 40 even when I won. Facts. That nigga Kevin Durant came that. down every time, was like, get off of me. <laughs> Can't stop it. Paul was looking like, what the fuck is this? But it was funny, like, KD was Jay and Youngest and talking smack, like, and B was like, yo, F off me. Like, <laughs> KD is the, KD is that weird nigga that you hate. Like, I tell you, KD, you've had some corny moments in these last few years, but you can't take away the fact that he can fall. So he's basically the guy who does weird shit but can beat everybody's ass. He's like, 
can't do shit because I'll fuck you up. He's the most efficient scorer we've ever seen, bruh. Cause when Steph it- was down there dribbling and everybody was like, hey, shit, we can do today. That's why Steph started chucking everything. He was like, I can't stop him, but maybe I can match him. No, you can't, bro. <laughs> That's the reason why you got him on your team. Because when you go cold, he just keeps going. He keeps going, and he's going to make. Like, Katie go cold. He he gets 30 a night. Is going going 11 of, like, 24. Like, that's (laughs) Katie going cold. Right. That's 45% people. Like, that's... Katie go go 8 for 15. He'd be like, we had 22 points. Damn, bro, you ass, nigga. (laughs) He just went 8 for 15. (laughs) Like, he had a quiet 31. And he could have kept going, but he didn't need to. Kawhi out here hitting three. KD was like Rockets T-Mac. Nigga get 25, and you'd be like, oh, he scored 25. Cool. (laughs) You, You know it all. Like, nah, Kawhi was Kawhi was on some other shit. <laughs> Kawhi smoked some weed or something. Yeah, did you see Kawhi dance after they won? <laughs> <laughs> and they was like, I got a video of Kawhi dancing, Twitter, do you think? <laughs> <laughs> nah. Kawhi looked at LeBron and was like, watch this nigga. I got the East now. Three bang. <laughs> Three bang step back air ball. I'm funny. still shooting bang. When Kawhi was going off, I was thinking of one Twitter meme that I can't find. It was like when you with your girl and it was a picture of, of, of Kawhi with the Spurs dunking and he had a blank <laughs> face. Like, where you with your side chick and it was him at the all-star game and he was smiling as he was <laughs> oh man that's, that's funny. a fact I gotta find that cause you know you know what the funny shit about all-star weekend was what's that how everybody collectively was like get Kyle Lowry the fuck out of here yo he's so <laughs> yo Kyle Lowry didn't even have a bad game but we was all like I just want to say this. Dirk old ass hit that three, and we was like, yeah, Kyle Lowry hit a three. We was like, get the fuck out of here. How are you going to go three for Skedaddle. three? Out of nowhere, you airball. It's like, man, get out of here. <laughs> like, he's going to make Kyle all Lowry, his shots. When Bill got picked last, I wasn't mad that D'Angelo Russell got picked over Bill. I, I was. That was ridiculous. I don't even know the dude from the Magic. Uh, Vucevic. Vucevic. I was like, He's I don't nice, even know though. you. So that blew me. But Kyle Lowry? I was like, <laughs> really? Really? We'll get nah. Kyle Lowry over Bradley Bill? To- Kyle Lowry came out there and just fucked everything up. He was out there. He missed more than Harden did. <laughs> he didn't give a shit. <laughs> But yeah, and also the players of the night, even though they didn't win, Team Giannis had three of the probably three of the best players of the night. Paul yeah. George three sixty, that was crazy. Paul George, you got some like Michael Jordan super hands. He cupped that shit. That ball didn't go anywhere. He damn near placed that shit in the rim. How high he got? That was amazing. Then the Steph. Ali to um that shit was, was nah. See Giannis Giannis did some Shaq shit. Like when Shaq was in the All Star game, he hit him with the shimmy and everybody realized, yo, this thing can do some shit that no one else can do. Like he's just unstoppable. That was Giannis telling everybody, Uh-huh, yeah, I can't shoot. But you can't do this. <laughs> like he just got up there and was like, boom. Like, what? And nah, then, Giannis, and then NBA finals. <laughs> 
one that was sentimental, man. Way to LeBron. Yeah, that was ill. And then, like I was telling you <coughs> earlier today, when LeBron threw it to Wade, I was like, guys, this is not what we wanted. Like, that was cool, though. Like, the last alley, I was like, oh, he mad. got the... He got them old man river knees. He got up like, mm, you know when you dunk and you got to pull yourself up to make it seem like you got up high? Yeah. He was like, ah, gotcha. <laughs> he was like, all right, that's cool. Before yeah. the way to throw on the LeBron. And then I saw And he came down there. He saw LeBron. That nigga was like, I can get another ring right here. <laughs> Yo, I saw Ooh, that, that, the- that made me sad. It was like Way used to just throw Alex to LeBron and not look because he <laughs> knows he always is going to be able to do more. But Way looked the last time because he knew that was it. And I was like, dang, yo. That was so sad. That was almost the saddest when they that tweet that uh, the dudes, he was like, yo, AI gives some of the best hugs. I was like, but that's not- that touched me. Yo, that touched like- me for real. I need an AI hug in my life. Yo, when AI told Steph, man, if I was Steph, I would have got emotional, man. I'd be like, "Do you want it by heroes?" And you said, "Yo, I'm <laughs> like, like no, I'm alright, I'm alright." He was like, "I always said you was in my my starting lineup for the world." Did he was right? AI was the one saying, "Yo, Steph better than me." And I was man. like, "No way, man. He, he ain't better than you yet." And then now it's it's more conventional. And it's like, yeah, AI told us AI would do that nigga dirty if they played. Yeah. I say what? But I seen Steph, Steph get shifted too. by much lesser men. Hey, I get the ball first. Steph, don't touch it. Nah, I don't know about all that. What? He can't stop. He's not athletic. He's not as fast. He's not as strong. Hey, I would take that nigga's ankles home and give it to Under Armour. Like here's your man's. <laughs> nigga be sponsored by Reebok by Nightfall. He do not want that. And then Steph's 360 to himself. The uh, yeah, that shit was that shit to himself. Was, that was hard. When he bounced it. I thought he was just like giving it up or something. And he caught that hit. Bong. I was like, oh, that was Steph telling LeBron, "I see you." Yeah, nigga. So no, nah, it was dope. <clears throat> I, I, I like, I like the All Star game. I mean, I, 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 I hate that it be corny. Some like it just be whack in the beginning. Cause I mean, I just don't you can kind of try things and just see what works. It's like, no, nah, some shit is cool. You want to do some other shit, throw some other necessary alley's cool, but like some of the defense be super sloppy. I'm like, it's basketball. Who's going to get hurt? <laughs> like, just play. Like, you know what I'm saying? The old also game, maybe some gas in early. Like, T Mac catches Kobe off the dribble, give him the bay. I seen Vince Carter catch Kobe on the baseline once. Kobe came right back, tossed some shit to KG or something. Like, it was real shit going on. Like, shit down here, I don't know, man. Some of them just be like, LeBron be out there shooting them 40 footers like he's supposed to. Like, what are you doing, LeBron? Right. He don't be caring sometimes. And speaking of basketball, I got to tell you about my Howard versus A&T experience. So, you know, we playing Howard. Um, I don't know, like, our schedule, our record, but I know uh, A&T is one of the better teams in the react this season. And I know, like, Howard got a player named R.J. Cole that I think last year was one of the nation's leading scorers. So I knew, like, he was straight. So I'm like, all right, you know, we can contain R.J. Cole. We should, we should be fine. So I get there. Yo, that gym... It was funny, like, we were sitting around a whole bunch of old heads. They was like, this is a high school gym. Oh, he said, it's supposed to be Howard, right? Why y'all got a high school gym? And I was like, yo, he kind of right. Yo. 
Damn, that Jim Small. Yeah. Dude, you better donate some money. I mean, this is ANTO head, so you know we just talking reckless. And um, the game starts, and we cooking early, like we up by like twenty five. Like we are cooking them. RJ Cole's getting like limited. He's not really going off. He had like a quiet like eight points. And I'm like, yo, we gonna blow these dudes out. Then they check in these two dudes. One dude had a uh, last name Bethea, but Taylor's last name is Bethea. So I was like, yo, that's your cousin. And I was looking at him in warmups because he was the young and just, he tried to do between the legs. I'm like, oh, this dude, think he got hops. All right. But when he came in, he was the energy bunny. You know, like them hustle plays, getting them and ones. I'm like, okay, this guy, we got to really stop this guy because this guy's kind of nice. <laughs> And then this dude uh, named Foster. Foster come in, and I was like, oh, he got some nice kicks. He had the KDs. I don't know what number. It was the, uh, I want to say the KD5s. The, um, the nah, little teal green. Nigga had the snake fours. Huh? <laughs> you said what? I said nigga had the snake fours. <laughs> yo. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. Cupcake got some fresh kicks. Like a little... And I'm like, okay, I don't, he, he definitely doesn't look like he, like, be banging. So I'm like, I don't, what's he going to do? Come in the game, Rob. Two threes automatically. I'm like, yo, lock him down because he get the clip. It's a wrap. So, no, we win first half. Second half, this is Aggie nearest. He's like, yo, man, come on, Howard. I'm looking at him like, what are you talking about? He's like, man, I want a game. I was like, bump that, Rob. I don't want a game. If I'm here to see my team, and if it is a game, off rip, I'm cool with that. But if we're smacking youngins, I want to smack youngins. I don't want to give them no no hope. Just eliminate them. Howard started coming back. RJ Cole was going off. Like, he hitting Kyrie finishes. Granted, he leads with his left arm a lot, so he was fouling youngins, and they weren't calling it. And I'm like, you serious? Like, the rest was super horrible. <laughs> um, Taylor played cousin, as we were calling him. He was just jaying us up. Foster come out of nowhere, hit another three. They tie the game. I'm like, fam, we lose to Howard? I'm going to be mad. <laughs> you know, we do what real teams do. We we finish it strong, man, and we won uh, 85-81. We was doing Aggie Pride chants. Howard was mad. It was great. And yeah, that was it. <laughs> <laughs> but now, RJ Cole, he, he nice. He foul a lot, but he nice. Like, I give him his props. So I, he foul a lot. That one. <laughs> yeah, so that was cool, man. And then uh, lastly, before we switch into music, yo, Cap One, how does that make you feel? Um, you know what I'm saying? I never stood with Cap in the first place. So uh, I I was disappointed that he somehow got the, oh, I was getting my Jason Whitlock back. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I love to be like, I'm going to let you go on your tangent and I'm going to check you. And then when we lose our fan base. <laughs> Man, damn, bro. You know, I, I'm just trying to wonder, like, how fast, like, how easy is it to cool out like that, Jason? Man, I don't be knowing sometimes. You know what I'm saying? I can't do it, but, like, Shout out to you. You got that skill set, bro. <laughs> anyway, shout out to Cap, man. He did what he's supposed to do, okay? So here's the thing. I always tell people, 
for the most part, obviously, you know, the scales is tipped against us a lot of times. But if you've got unadulterated truth on your side, more times than not, you're going to win. Like all you had to do was look at the Redskins signing Josh Johnson played in seven bro. years. Mark Sanchez. When I, I and put then the, the tweet ice out. on the cake, the cherry on top, Nathan Peterman. I put the tweet out. I said I had a feeling. The moment they signed Nathan Peterman, guess what happened? <laughs> Kaepernick knew the bag went up. He was like, nope, no plea deal, guys. We're going to get paid today. He's like, on my worst day, I didn't throw five picks in a game. <laughs> like, Peterman really may be the worst quarterback in the history Peterman of is an African-American civil rights mole, okay? <laughs> I don't think he's really that bad of a quarterback, but he knew he had to take that dive so Cat could get paid. <laughs> hey, Peterman, you might really be trash, but this is a way out. <laughs> nah, Peterman trash, bro. You and I, as of right now, are better than Nathan Peterman. Bro. Hey, man, I'm one hell of a quarterback. First read option guy in the history. You guys better check yourselves, okay? Side arm Sammy right here. Okay, you at 45 is better than Nathan Peterman. <laughs> I'm playing right some now. football at 45, and I'm better than you. Damn, bro. I'm getting injured now. <laughs> Pulled a hammy one time when I was playing ball with Dom and Troy. Never mind. But, but no, um, I mean, people that was like a big deal. to 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 win the settlement is dope. You know, the NFL knew they weren't going to win. Um, it's interesting that no one can speak on it publicly, and now they're talking that Kaepernick can still get signed with a team. Yo, well, Kaepernick why wouldn't gets, you? I mean, if he gets signed and he kneels again, they can't do nothing because then it's like, oh, I'm gonna tell how much you paid me. This is my thing. Okay, here's my thing. First of all, they they picked the fight against something they really didn't have anything against. Do I think that the NFL owners had something against him for doing what he did? No. I think once that pressure from Trump came, once it was a big spectacle, they chose to fight. It's kind of like when you get into an argument with a woman sometimes, and then they see switches it up mid-argument, and you realize you're not arguing against the same thing, and you start trying to prove points that you initially didn't have in the first place, Fact. you've already lost. Like, she's already got you off your square. You're arguing shit that you didn't argue in the first place. Like, it was happening, and then the NFL didn't say shit. Then the spotlight was put on it. Then Trump made those statements, and then they dug their their feet in the sand on the wrong side, and they paid for it. Like, here's the thing. Like, this is why Cap knew from the beginning. He's like, fam, I didn't do anything wrong. I did everything. Every step of the way, he did it the right way. The stand-up way, he kept everything in front, over the table. He didn't take no backdoor dealings. He, he didn't hear murmurs about him sitting with certain people that he shouldn't have. You didn't hear none of that shit. He was like, this is what's happening, and everybody knows this is where they stand. This is what they're doing. These guys are going to lose because I know I am right. And that's why him getting signed would be amazing. Like, are you kidding me? You're telling me a guy should just give up what he loves when he doesn't have to? If he chose to say, yo, I'm not going to be a part of y'all ever, cool. That's his personal choice. But you can't tell me he's any less of a boss nigga because he wants to get signed. Like, he gets to play the game he loves at the highest level. What? You get to come back to the place you conquered. We've only seen a handful of people in our lifetime go toe-to-toe with the NFL and win. Al Davis is one of them. Like, what? And he's an 
owner. He was a owner, like dog. What? Like yeah. Tom Brady with the whole like NFL had it out for. You know, like and it's like dogs, like shout out to Cat Man, like because what because what he was up against was just completely, you know, obviously unjust. And he had no grounds with him. When you just and when you put your start fighting shit that makes no sense to fight, you're gonna lose. And I, they, they figured they better cut their losses now. You know what I'm saying? Way too much bad PR was happening. Like compound with, you know, people getting signed fresh off domestic violence cases or cases that are still pending. And every article was saying, but somehow Cap's not in the league. And like I said, those ridiculous signings of horrible quarterbacks, whether starters or backups, like you could tell what it was. We knew what it was. Like, that shit, shout out to the media people who covered it consistently, who kept that in the forefront. That's what's the case. Like, here's your, the ultimate argument. We're not, like, we're not saying, like, we're not going to say anything's alleged. We're going to show you guys. These are the people getting signed. They are trash. How is he not on the team? Huh? You thought signing Eric was going to stop the thing? Then he was like, nah, nigga, we still here. Shout out yeah. to Eric Reed, man, because he could have definitely cooled out. Easy. Got a fatter check, I'm sure. And tap danced and said, yep, fuck that nigga. I'm on a team. And nah, he took that dough, played his ass off, got more checks and while he, and still he, doing this in thing. In the, uh, the collusion case, too, so. Exactly. <clears throat> nah, it was, it was good because, you know, Kaepernick was like the Jackie Robinson. What up, Steve Harvey? And then Eric Reed was like the Larry Doby. Like, Larry Doby doesn't get the same respect. For what he did too, so I'm glad they both were able to, you know, cash out respectively. And that's that a big deal. Eric Reed got a three year extension. Like that's that's even dope. That's a so. big like. See the thing is, see that's the ultimate problem. See Reed's safety. You know what I'm saying? There's ways you can take him out the game. There's ways you can't perform. You know what I'm saying? There's a chance that guess what? He doesn't do what he did when he got signed, and then they can just actively say, "Hey, your man, shit." That's why he's not in the league. A quarterback's different. They impact the game so well. You know, you know, for a quarterback with that kind of talent, you get Kaepernick, you play him on the field, and the offense suited around him, what happens when he wins 10 games, huh? What happens when he's kneeling and his team's in first place, huh? You can't allow that to happen. This nigga, Seymour Hanley, almost led the damn 49ers to Super Bowl. Huh? Was out there throwing ugly passes. Running for two hundred yards, <laughs> like dog. He was cooking Charles Woodson consistently. All right, don't Great. disrespect now, because <laughs> we used to elevate ten other niggas on the field that was supposed to stop him before they got to Charles. <laughs> Charles wasn't in charge. That's just a song. <laughs> Hate don't you dare. But like I'm saying, like you can't. They couldn't risk that, but they paid for it in the end. And I hope Cap gets signed. I hope he gets signed on a team that he can actually play for. And I hope he goes out there and shows out. Why the fuck not, man? Like, what? Like, I mean, I want to see Jesse Owens run again. Like, like if like if I saw that, would, like, would that be exciting? Like, what? Are you crazy? That's fair. Shout out to you, Cap. 
getting paid and not getting hit. That shit was like a Tom Brady Super Bowl. <laughs> so we're going to switch it to music, man. Did you see the Grammys? I, I didn't see a lick because we were. The who? The Grammys. Don't say the. You know. The Grammys? Yes. Oh. No, I didn't know. I said shit. I saw Cardi's performance online. I didn't really see any because we were in the Dominican. I just woke up, saw that Drake won. Like, in, in my world, when I look at the Grammys, I want all my favorite artists to win. So I'm like, Drake won for God's plan. That's dope. Cardi won, and it's officially the Cardi B Aaron rap. Oh, I just want to let y'all know that I called Cardi B rap album of the year way before any of y'all niggas did. I told y'all niggas a while back what was going down, and I said what I said. Who took it home? I told y'all niggas like eight months ago. And I, I just want to say, like, to me, even though <clears throat> Cardi had a number one smash, to me, it really wasn't her era yet because number one album. You know, you had the baby. So it was like, okay, to win this award on an award Nikki never won. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's Cardi's time now. Like, Cardi can't lose. And that new song with Bruno, it's, it's, it's gonna go. Salute to Cardi, man. So salute to Cardi. And then for me, man, like seeing both her and LMA win, her, both, well, one, I predicted LMA's success on this podcast from the very beginning. I was like, yo, this girl is dope. DJ Mustard got one and to see her win a Grammy and she was only out for like two three years yo that that meant a lot man and you know rest in peace to my homegirl Rebecca Uh, Kanye won a Grammy and he wasn't out for two or three years (laughs) the way you lost anyway the way (laughs) we bonded was through LMA so I was like yo that's that's really dope and then her her really won off an EP, bro. She didn't even went off an album. That's the crazy thing. And I need her oh. to come through with this album. I know she can. I just need <clears> it to happen. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right. Um. Now, other than that, man, I mean, everything else was, was straight. Like, all the people I cared about won. Oh, more importantly, J-Rock won a good Yeah, shout out to the homie J-Rock, man. I was hyping that nigga before any of y'all hyped him. Told y'all he was the best in TV. He is the best. Hi, Kendrick, his son, who gets washed every time. J Rock be washing that nigga. Money Tree, you got a classic album and then a classic ass with you. So, so you J-Rock. think he got him on that freestyle on uh, Redemption? Hell yeah. Going back and forth? Hell yeah. J Rock to say harder shit in a harder voice. <laughs> Can't you be sound like a praying man? So I gotta, I gotta ask you this. Lottie, Dottie, da, won a Grammy. Hard. <laughs> Shout out to Future, man. Future Hendrix, baby. It's the evil Future. world we live in. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all love that phrase, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this nigga, um, somebody tweeted. It was like a video of. Javante Davis and uh, Adrian Brunner doing the G Herbo shit. And, was, yeah. and Herbo was like, yeah, y'all niggas go off. And then someone quoted the tweet. It's an evil world we live in. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> Yo, that's that's the funniest phrase. I be messing with Taylor. She'll say something like, it's an evil world we live in. <laughs> I be saying that shit because it, it's true. <laughs> yeah, so now, um, salute to Future, man. Future Hive. Thug won a Grammy 
but this is America's with the Gambino. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, man. So now, nah, yeah, this America, this is America was winning shit. I was like, how is that shit winning anything? But hey, whatever. So now, nah, I thought that was dope. That shit wasn't dope. Twenty one home. That shout out to twenty one, man. You know, so salute to him being home. Yeah, bro. Um, and then the biggest news that probably came outside of Grammys. Crippets on me. This week made 10 years uh, since So Far Gone Drop. And I tell this story all the time. I'm going to tell it again. Rob and I, in 10th grade, we had... Don't repeat what you tweeted. I won't. <laughs> we had three main arguments. Who was better, Floyd or Pacquiao? We saw that, guys. Um... <laughs> I'm trying to think of the other. I, I know the one I, w- I want to get to, but I, I guess I can't think of the other one. And our other main argument was, you know, good music and young money. And, you know, he was like, yo, man, we got Kanye. We got Common. We got John Legend. We got Kid Cudi. And I'm we, like, yo. I man. definitely won that argument, guys. But <laughs> shout out to you. To and go I'm ahead. Like, yo, go off. We got Wayne. We got mm-hmm. Drake, we got mm-hmm. Nikki, we got mm-hmm. Tiger, mm-hmm. <laughs> Gutter, T Street. Okay, see, this is shit I'm talking about, guys. <laughs> but Wayne was. If that's the case, we got really, though. <laughs> <laughs> and and Wayne was the only one that was proven in my in, in the Young Money camp at the time. So I remember telling Rob, because Rob, what I, what I will tell people during 10th grade, Rob was the one that really made me appreciate who Nas was as a rapper. Like, I didn't really hear Illmatic till Rob. And then Lupe, I, w- mm. I wasn't as big of a Lupe fan until I met Rob. So Rob was putting me on the, the game, put me on the classic bodies of work. And I remember telling him, I probably heard So Far Gone the week after it came out. And I was like, yo, Rob, you really got to listen to Drake, man. I'm telling you. And he was like, you see that? That's your money dick in your mouth. And I was like, and I had the blown face. I was like. I just want to say that I was a vulgar child. Vulgar child? What? Ain't this a bitch? Stop. And, And Rob could tell you, out of everyone we knew, I was the only one. The only one playing that mixtape yeah like you know how like drake be all up in the videos with different athletes looking like a groupie that was jarell on like a drake cutout <laughs> jarell was like hey guys playing this drake <laughs> we was talking about other shit we was like damn i wonder what they got in the lunch room he was like not this new drake <laughs> i was like damn bro what like I played it to the, to the point where i i got tired of it because i'm like all right let me just go to other mixtapes and by May, Best I Ever Had started to blow up. And Rob came to me, he was like, yo, you ever heard of Drake, Best I Ever Had? I was the real Arthur me, bro. I was like. <laughs> I'll tell you, like I said, when I was, like I told him, I told him before, I said, yo, that was the time when we was on the radios. Like we was really, that was like the last era of us listening to the radio constantly. And then that shit just kept coming. Like, this shit just kept coming on. Like. I'm like, damn, this nigga, this shit reminded me of like some, I'm real, some draw rules shit. Like, damn, every station that we go on, it's this Drake record. And then it just got catchy, man. So I hit him up. I said, let me call this nigga and let him know that that shit ringing out. This nigga wanted to be an asshole. I've been told you, Drake, I mean, 
Dap with that. Dap is that nigga that'll tell you, I told you that six months ago. Nigga, damn, can I listen on my own time? <laughs> He'd be tight. He'd be wild tight at you for no reason. He's just aggressive. I'd be tight because it's one thing I'm trying to get you on before people. This nigga turn, turn from a good friend to a gangster A&R. Like, I tried to put you on this John Blaze, son. You like, God damn. I tried, man. <laughs> and and uh, listening to the, to the mixtape, it's still fire, bro. Like it's got some bullshit on it. It don't. <laughs> I just like to say everybody got online. This was like ultimate slurpage. You know what I'm saying? I let them take me out to dinner first. Okay. Classic hour, man. Start to finish. Let's call it off. Wasn't dope. It is. Little bit was shitty. I hate that record. It's still fire. Um, unstoppable was like annoying. My name is Wheezy. Wayne. Oh yeah, perfect. let me talk about it. Wayne had a lot of bullshit bars back in the day. And we just let it go because he was Wayne at the time. So everything we thought was he said was fire. He had some bullshit on there. Like, his Uptown verse was average as hell. Drake smoked it. Then Bun B came on and killed it. And then Wayne was like, I'm a superstar, so here's some shit that y'all gonna gas. <laughs> Ignis said he, he went off on that. Successful, he went off on that. You know what I'm saying? He, he do his shit sometimes. But other times he mailed them shits in. Like Chris Yo, Paul did that say, interlude. I gotta say on the podcast, man, when I first heard Bria's interlude, I thought it was Omarion the whole song. I was talking to John. I was like, yo, Omarion killed his interlude. He's like, what about Drake? I'm like, Drake wasn't on it. He's the second verse. For real? That's Drake? Like, I'm gonna tell you like this. This dude is amazing. It was 09, and that was the only nigga hyping Omarion up. (laughs) I wasn't hyping him up. Because Omarion was on your money. He made Touch Part 2. He made Touch Part 2, which over. Nah, but Omar was on your money, so yeah. Like, all right, you know, and um, nah, I mean it's before we turn the May back out. Lust for life still, still incredible. Um, sooner or later, fire. Sooner or later, it's crazy. Like I told you, the calm sounded like like yo. I'm gonna tell y'all like this, bro. Every art, like there's only certain artists that are deities in rap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, okay, you know how niggas looked at Jesus, right? When he first came in and said, yo, I'm God, they said, yo, you are carpenter boy. You used to make us wood. Like, you know, you used to make us tables. That was Drake when he first came. Like, yo, I'm the next guy. I'm trying to let y'all know. And we was like, we heard Room for Improvement and Comeback Season was cool. But you ain't that nigga, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Jay in the beginning, it was like reasonable. I was like, all right, you cool. Like... You're not that nigga. Like, it's like when he said, I'm the king of rapper, man. Like, uh, we remember you before Hard Not Life. You wasn't selling out arenas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Then Drake drops so far gone. And that's kind of like when Jesus starts to perform miracles. And then we go, you might not be the son of God, but you definitely a different nigga. Yeah. <laughs> that was, Drake was like, oh, snap. You might not be the best rapper, but, but you definitely own- special. You're on track to be the best rapper. It was funny because listening to Joe Budden podcast and like Peter Rosenberg, they were mentioning him. And I'm like, oh, Peter Rosenberg used to, how Rob talks about me slurping Drake, pause. 
that's what Peter Rosenberg used to do with Drake. Cause he's like, yo, I love rap. And there's a dude in rap that's a Jew like me that's going to take over. Yeah. Like what I'm trying to do. This he is used great. To do maximum slurpage. And that was getting annoying because it was coming through my head. So my ears was getting wet. You know what was wild? If you, <laughs> you can go back and look at Drake's SOB performance, right? Yeah. And Peter Rosenberg was like, yo, Drake, I'm here. Kanye supposed to be here. You know, it's about to be crazy, about to really change the game. And Big Sean and Drake were cool then. So um, he was like, yo, what's your name? Like, yo, I'm Big Sean. Oh, nice to meet you. Yeah, but back to Drake, man. I'm telling you, man, you, you that dude, man. And I'm like, yo, like, and now he does this with Kendrick, you know, and it's just interesting. Like, Peter Rosenberg used to be on Drake heavy. Like super happy, yeah. <laughs> Peter but, uh, no, I mean, again, the the mixtape it definitely impacted me, and I think for the blog era, like I wasn't heavily on social media. I wasn't on social media at all when Take Care. I mean, when mm-hmm. So Far Gone came out, so social media didn't impact me. For me, the first body of work that impacted me via social media was Cushion Orange Juice. Mm-hmm. All I had was a Facebook, but I was on Twitter like, "Hey, yo, when is Wiz dropping it? Like, I gotta get this mixtape." But I, I still have to say, man, like with with Drake and just that blog era, like I didn't. Rob had older brothers. I don't have an older brother, and I told mm-hmm. Rob when I met him, I was musically deprived. Like I wasn't listening. See, to I was a real nigga or on TV. I didn't know it. Like I. I, I bought the Drought game, 3 you know and Rob still laughs at me for that. That's like, weird. And Wayne clowned on the Drought 3. He sure did. And I was alone <laughs> when I heard that part. Like, Jarrell was like, wait a minute. <clears throat> but I, I say I have to say, like, that blog era was the era where we saw people from the beginning and to see them now, like, we see are... where Drake is now, to see where Cole, Kendrick, Wale, Big I think, Red, I Big think Sean, the blog era... The it was the one, but they don't produced, want to call it that. The blogger one produced a lot of sensitive artists. There was yes. someone on Joe Budden podcast that says produced a lot of sensitive artists, but I think that was because that's the most critical era we ever we've ever been. And Roy made a good I, point. That's when everyone was like that boom of everyone was going to college. Like that was a yeah. Thing. Like <clears throat> we were like that was the first time that we had put every rapper that we heard come out life under the microscope because you remember in the beginning it was mystique to rappers oh this yeah. is my favorite rapper i don't really know his hood story unless he's told us you know what i'm saying we thought jay was the nigga but we didn't know jay you know what i'm saying we didn't we felt like we was like in tune with x but we didn't know x's all his stories you know what i'm saying like there's a certain level of separation the artists had nowadays there's a separation because we're older now so we're not in tune with a little Uzi first life. We don't give a fuck. If his song is cranking, we'll play it. Like, we're not going to tell you what he did last week. We don't know. But that was the time he said. That was when we was all had a lot of free time. Everybody, it was the advent of the blogs. The internet was going crazy. So everybody wanted to be heard. So everybody talked about everything. Yeah. Like, every movement. I remember niggas talking about, Wally ain't really from D.C., like that was a thing. That still like, is a thing, but that's neither here nor there. Like, I mean, remember all the blog shits. Bob's the new Andre. Like Corey Guns is New York's Nick Spitter. Mm-hmm. Like 
That's Charles Hamilton crazy. is up next. Yeah, oh, Charles Hamilton, like a rap savant. Like he was doing the whole freestyle, so like off the top of the dome. Like it was like, this guy's amazing. Asheroff, next white boy to kill the game. He had everybody on Smash. Like, dog, Asher's cool. He's not ultimate, like super rapidly rap. But he's just like, yo, I'm here doing what I do. That was a big deal. Lupe with the skateboard. And, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that was, like, the blog era was amazing. Like, and I think, like, certain certain times like this, you understand the magnitude of an artist. Because, like, a lot of times people go with the most. We all say, it's kind of like when people say, who's the top five rappers of all time? People just go, Jay, Nas, Pac, Big M. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It's just, it's a rap. Like, you don't, you can think Pac isn't a good rapper. You could think Big only has two albums. You could think M has a lot of shit that's not relatable. You know what I'm saying? You could think, oh, you know, Nas has bad beat selection. You could say, oh, Jay's has some lackluster albums, you know, or Jay's overrated, whatever, right? You can make certain excuses, but you're still going to put them there. Just because that's what it is. You're just ingrained in your head. You know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the thing. Like, that was the, that's the thing. People just like, oh, yeah, who's the best rappers in the game right now? Oh, Drake. Who's who's the biggest in the game right now? Drake. You know what I'm saying? You just say it because you just figured that's the right thing to say. You understand how big he is. We understand. When you see everybody online talk about what they were doing when Drake dropped so far gone. Like, people, you understand that that was a moment. Like, a collective it a moment. moment. It was a moment like, in time, man. We all got, it was like we all got a piece and we was like, it was like live tweeting Kanye outselling 50. Yeah. That would be the equivalent to so far gone drop. It was like we all saw a change and we were shocked and we weren't really prepared for it. We all looked like, wait, is this happening? Like we heard so far gone and it rained out and like it rained out. Everybody got a hold of it. We all kind of looked and said, wait, is he going to be the next one? Because remember, we hadn't had a dominant rap star in a while. Oh nine, like Wayne was Wayne, but that was but Wayne got his stripes in like oh six, and that just kind of carried on. His momentum became you know Wayne. Kanye had been Kanye for a while by then. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, still Ti. Ti was Ti. He was in another jail, but he was still king of the south. So it was like we understood that Ti was Ti in the game. You know what I'm saying? Knew there wasn't a lot of new blood. By that time, Jeezy was a vet almost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we understood that, okay, certain artists is certain artists, but it's like, ain't nobody young, ain't nobody king of the game right now. These are some big artists, but we don't feel like these niggas is kings. <laughs> Drake came on, and it was like, oh, man, he's young, he's got a lot of talent, he's got the ultimate plug beside him. Huh. He might be the next king. And he proved he was. Like, you, you aren't going to hear a lot of artists who have projects like that. Like, that we're going to all think, man, 10 years from now, like 10 years ago, I remember hearing this. Like, you can, you can count on, like, you know what I'm saying? These are bigger art, big artists, too. Like, we're not going to be looking at. Like, Dream Chasers 2 is a dope mixtape. 10 years from when it was born, from when it was dropped. I don't think we're gonna look at it like like so it far. It didn't gone. change the game. Exactly, like, it's a good mixtape, but we're not like, oh my gosh, no, like if I had two drop, like mixtapes for me that changed the game. Like for me, mm-hmm. um, back to the future, so mm-hmm. far gone, 
Friday Night Lights. I remember mm-hmm. I, I still get into arguments with Tyler to this day. It's like the one was better than Friday Night Lights, and I'm like, no. Nah, Friday Night Lights is perfect. It it, it it washes so the warm up and it's the warm up is dope. I mean, so far I mean, uh, blah blah. The warm up is a great mixtape. It's a classic mixtape. Mm-hmm. It's not singing Friday. So far gone. I mean, that's what we're Friday Night Lights got better raps, better beats. Like it's more polished. It's, it's like better. Like it's just the next level. And I I remember like you know I was a big big crit fan and. I remember talking to John. I'm like, do you think Return of Forever is really going top? Crit was here. And by the R4 theme song, which is track three of like a 20 song mixtape. It's like, yeah, Crit did it again. Like, he, that changed me, man. If it don't touch my soul, then I can't listen to it. You know, like, that's a mixtape <laughs> that changed me. Uh, I remember Finally Famous Volume 3. Like, mm. uh, freaking Detroit by Big Sean. Like, there's mixtapes. Where or more about nothing, where you're like, yo, this this changed the game. But I mean, like, when you think game about some game changers, like that's what I'm saying. Like when you think about game changers, like when I look at Drake's whole mixtape category, like his whole mixtape catalog is state doing so far gone, being Absolutely. as big as it is. Like you think about Wiz had has cushion orange juice. That's his unadulterated magnum opus. Yeah, flight school's dope. You know what I'm saying? Telling all the dice is good. Tell all this is great. Yeah, um, absolutely. He had Amber Rose on there, you know. Shout out to Amber Rose. Never been part two, man. Fire, Ooh. bro. Well, Rick mm. Ross? Yeah, that was crazy. Amber Rose. Rob <laughs> Martin, big homie on Twitter. Like, Shut I remember all that. But if we want to talk about game-changing mixtapes, they're not. But, um, guess what I'm saying? Cushion Orange Juice is, is, is um, Wizards. Cole's yeah. got Friday Night Lights. Right, okay. Wale is more about nothing. Hmm, Wale's got nah more, more about, about nothing. Is 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 the one? Remember that that Crash Hulk share? Like I was gonna say eleven one eleven because that that because it did the same. Eleven one eleven right before as ambition. Dope as it is it, it so, wasn't oh. as. It more about nothing more was about definitely nothing. him in the more wilderness. Was yeah, like, all right, because remember that that got Wale the new deal. Yeah, he, it was like, <laughs> what, what can you do? And he dropped more about nothing. We were all like, oh, he's really still nice. Yeah, like, like no, he just I'm had like, a shitty deal. Like, he's really still nice. Yeah, like, so I would, I would say so that's like, there. Um, Mixtapes that change. There's not many that change together. Yeah, like that's that's it's a tall order. No, Crit was here changed because it was like this southern rapper. Like, who is this dude that's just he's like a pimp C, but like way better lyrics? Yeah, like, yeah. I tell you what, I, like I said, when I first heard, um, I think I, I, said, I was wild in on Crit. I think the first one I heard, first mixtape I heard about Crit wasn't until, um, might have been, um, Forever in a Day. That's my favorite Crit mixtape. And like I remember thinking, like, yeah, I thought he was a lyrical pimp. C. I said every complaint I had about pimp C, he solved. <laughs> like he's amazing. Like, I told, I tell people, yeah, anybody listening, I've been saying Crit was bar for bar the best rapper in the game right now. Like as far as our air, like, Crit's amazing to me. Yeah, he watched uh, the whole game with Mount Olympus, but you know, yeah, he was. was, was yeah, yeah, he just was. Like he was on some other shit. Kendrick looked right past that. He was like, la, 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 <laughs> Shout out to Kendrick, man. He knows how to duck the fade. Um, 
Yeah, mixtapes is, um, like I said, Kendrick, you could say overly dedicated. Well, overly dedicated as much it's like, as it's not a game changer, though. They're, they're not game. Like, Section 80 like, is the game changer, but that's an independent album. That's, yeah. That's different. But as a mixtape, his mixtapes are dope with the Kendrick Lamar EP and overly dedicated, but they're not, they're that's not game not changers. not a game changer. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's hard to be a game changer. Like, Nip got a lot of good mixtapes. The Marathon? Crenshaw, maybe? The Marathon or uh, Crenshaw? As far as like the selling and things, like Crenshaw's the Crenshaw is a moment, but like, yeah, that's that's hard. You gotta start categorizing. The Yellow like, Album, that's a game changer. Uh, I know you uh, don't like uh, Dom, but. Shout out to Dom, because that was hard. I like the Yellow Album, but like. Nah, the yellow album's a game. He ain't repeat nothing close to us. <laughs> that's why it's a game. Like literally, I remember, and, and that's why I like the joints that you know are better immediately because you just know, like, you know, I, I've been a fan of Dom. I like the previous mixtapes. I'm on track seven, and I'm like, this joint is not bad at all. Like, like, I'm gonna tell you like this: Dom had a hell of a summer. Like he was like, man, I could never read the shit out of this. <laughs> he dropped the Venus. Like I said, I fuck with the, like I said, Dom is Dom, I got that same relationship I got with E forty. Like it's funny to make fun of E forty. Hey, that shit is hilarious. But like when you think about it, E forty got a lot of dope raps. Like I remember like I said, when I was a kid, one of my favorite songs is Ball of Blocking by Cash Money. Like and E forty killed it. Yeah. Like, so that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I be shitting on Dom Kenny because it's hilarious. And Dom, you be rapping about some bullshit. Like, and I went no. to the market. Like, all right, Dom. No, but the thing is, like, I remember telling people, like, yo, from the West Side with Love, or nah, man, you know, from West Side with Love too, or the original Dom Kennedy. And I'm like, guys, I'm, I'm really on like track five or six. And this is sounding better than every Dom thing I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. Ever, I don't know, man. Then a week or two later, yo, the yellow album might be the best joint. I was telling y'all when I, mm-hmm. all right. Yes, I, I knew yellow album was crazy when I when every time my friend would bring that shit up, I was like, I'm not listening to bum ass Dom Kennedy. And then I don't know what we were doing, and he played the track, and I was like, Oh man, this sounds good. Who is it? <laughs> said oh, that's Dom Kennedy. I said, Wow, we should probably play his mixtape. <laughs> Like, like literally, crazy. I remember Steph and I, we were in the car, we were riding from somewhere, and he was like, yo, play some music, and you know, you just need some, like, when I ride late night, I just want some, something smooth to just get me through. <laughs> really, if I'm in the car, he's playing nasty R&B, and I'm looking at him like, bro, what the hell? <laughs> I'm playing smooth music, so I'm to play one. some Drew Hill. Start harmonizing. I'm like, all right, guys, <laughs> pull over. So, I'm, I'm leaving. <laughs> so I threw that on, and we, we get back to campus. He was like, "Yo, Dad, what was this?" I'm like, "Oh, this Dom Kennedy Yellow album." Hey, yo, send me this. I was like, "All right," <laughs> and then that's what it was. So yeah, but not nah, the blog era, man. That's it was a big thing, man. Like certain things, like we got to see Kings being, you know, what I'm saying we get to see Nights Mate, like Nights Night. We see Kings get King. You know what I'm saying? We seen people to throne. We seen people come and go. We we thought Bob was, you know, he was on track to be big. I mean, he broke Bruno Mars. People don't realize that. He sure did. You know what I'm saying? Like that's his first album had like six singles on that shit. And it was all like double, triple platinum. He was on some other shit. But what messed Bob up is he wanted to get the urban sound and he didn't have to because he was bigger yeah. than that. 
He was like, he was and he was naturally mainstream. That Ti could have been caked out just chilling because he was in that flow rider pitbull lane. Yeah, but like in the but same you breath, is, stuff in the clubs, and you're not hearing that in the clubs. That's what I'm saying. Not in, in black if you clubs. tell your artist you can't make that type of music because that ain't what's selling, now you're hindering your artist's creativity. He's going to be making a bunch of alternative shit, but that shit ain't going to be hitting. Like, his, his real shit was hitting. So but it's a catch 22. But when he switched up and started making that turn up, it, he lost his base, and he hasn't been the same. Yeah. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, we see that artists lose this shit all the time. No one ain't get it back. I mean, Buster Rhymes was be had mad periods of coldness, and he just pop up with a new shit. <clears throat> like past the Kavasi, like oh, this shit's hard. Touch it, though. That shit's hard. And he come back on this little, kid, you know, look at me now, shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <clears throat> like Buster disappears. So let me shout out to um, what's his name? Shout out to our high square, man. So, okay, that was that was big. Man, shout out to everybody, every artist that I grew up getting. Like I said, man, I'm a Dat Piff kid, so I was mixtape heavy. So shout out to like Dat said, Piff, shout out to Chuck English. <clears throat> well, shout out to All City Chess Club. You know what I'm saying? All the members, because remember that was a big deal. We thought yeah. like that was gonna take the rap game over. Shout out to always. Oh, you got to shout out my homie, shout out my boy Mickey Fax, man. Um, shout out to Blue. Niggas don't be hyping Blue. Blue was a spitter. Yeah, he, he still got a classic album. Yeah. yeah that joint turned 10, I think. Yeah. Shout out to Blue. Shout out to Guns, man. I remember seeing Corey Guns in a cypher and thinking, I'm never going to be as good of a rapper as he is. Like, he was just like on some other shit. So shout out to you. I'm Corey, I mean, I'm better than everybody now, but... At the time, I thought Corey Gunn was unattainable. Shout out Charles Hamilton, man. Shout out to Charles Hamilton was... I think Live and Lamb was great. Sometimes, sometimes, I think music is an energy. You know what I'm saying? It's a frequency. Sometimes the frequency just dances through you. And, the, you know, you just got magic in your fingertips. That's Charles Hamilton. Like, he just he just knew, like, like it was like watching T-Mac score. Like, oh, wow, he can just play basketball. Like, he's just nice for no reason right now. Charles Hampton was just nice. Like, he just could just create music, like, in an instance. Like, he's had, like I said, one of my favorite songs in the last few years is the drum with Rita Ora and him. Uh, New York Raining is hard. If you ever hear that record. Yeah, that was um, one of the, I believe. We'll, so, we'll get the Empire. <laughs> oh, Lord. That's a funny ass segue. <laughs> but, um, I'm dope. <laughs> shout out to um, all the artists at the time, man. Listen, shout out to Asheroff. He had CeeLo Green on there before. CeeLo Green was out there telling women that if you can't remember it, Yo, the, then it his, didn't happen. Uh, his Gangsta Grill mixtape? Yeah, that CeeLo Green one was hard. You know what I'm saying? His Cannon Freestyle was crazy. Um, uh, who else was, who else was out there? Like I said, I don't want to shout out the people we know, like Cole. Shout out to J Rock. Currency the hot spinner. Oh yeah. Shout out to Currency. I used to call you the ten year freshman. He I used sure to clown did. you he all sure the time. Did. But like I've seen a couple interviews and like I'm a I'm a currency fan. Like even if I can't name like the greatest like currency, it's same thing like Vince Staples. Vince Staples makes some good music. Like even though like I can't I can't tell you the name of some of the songs. Like but like if someone playing that I'm like, oh man, like that shit goes, man. Like his last album? Staples. So, like, currency, your interviews made me a fan, and then yeah, you say you had good music. 
And then, you know, 2009, that's 10 years, bro. Like, Wiz and Currency dropped yeah. How Fly too. Yeah, bro. I was like, going to say that. How Fly, the mixtape was car service? That's just Yo. crazy. Like, our childhood is like, it's like going back to school and trying to see the teachers that taught you, and then they tell you they retired, and you realize you're old. You're like, oh, I haven't been in school in 10 years. Man. <laughs> like, no, I'll never forget when I first heard car service. Mm. Yo, this mix. Yo, these dudes are dope. Like, and and for them to drop 2009, and now they're on tour and stuff. Like, it's it's a dope time, man. That shit was crazy, man. Um, Like I said, our era, man. We like we we were the hardest with our artists because we we it's like we could hear like it be like hearing Jay Z's demos. We were the niggas saying like, yo. That shit is trash, nigga. You ain't gonna be shit. And then he comes out with a mixtape. We're like, oh, he's nice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like we was really out there grilling artists. Like we was acting like we was making the music. Like we was the A and R's. Like that was the blog era, man. I say we affectionately because I wasn't on the blogs. You know what I'm saying? I was reading all of them though. Like my brother was like part of that world to a certain extent. So shout out to him, man. Like nigga, like I said, like. I, I became a fan, a deep fan of music, like, in 2006. Like I said, my brother came home with, like, a Red Man album, Lupe, um, Food and Liquor, Kingdom Come, Release Therapy. Like, so I was, I used to, like, burn CDs off his laptop. Like, that was the era, man. Like, shout out to Drake. So far gone was one of them things, man. Like, y'all be saying it's the greatest mixtape? I beg to differ, it's but it's up five. there, man. Like, man, like Drought Three still a goat, and anyone that says dedicated Fifty Cent is the future. Um, down with the King, I always put that up there. Trap or Die. Yo, drama really did have a three peat of classic mixtapes in a drama. Row, the dra- drama was getting paid. Like drama, you don't understand. Drama made a career off of just screaming on people's records and being the goat. It like, wasn't he like could, he was screaming on subpar mixtapes. He happened to be screaming he was, on some of the greatest He was the Midas touch. I'm surprised drama wasn't on so far gone. Dog, he had a three-peat. <laughs> like, yo, I ain't going to say nothing, but Drake, you need to get with drama. You know, it was supposed to happen, Rob. And then reference tracks leaked. Yeah. yeah. It's time. you reading, this was supposed to be a game. You back-to-back back with me, bro. <laughs> I Get mean, now they back. Shoot, if he wanted to do a gangster, yo, he drops a rapping album with DJ Drama, like being DJ Drama. He could be the goat. He could get in that conversation. Drake raps. He could get oh. in that conversation. He could get in that top ten conversation. You know, said B dot. He was bugging when he was out there talking about Drake top ten all the time. You bugging? But um, nah. But you know, so far gone was a masterpiece. I said, shout out to Lust for Life, man. Like, he, like I said, I love, I love intros that set the pace, man. He set the tone quickly. Like, I'm on some different shit. And he killed it too, man. Like, November 18th, hard. Uptown, hard. Nigga said, women don't get saved around me either on a Sunday. What coin boss does Kendrick have? <laughs> Crickets. Like, you can tuck your rapper in the pajama clothes or some shit you said, nigga. Yeah, you don't want that smoke. You be looking right past the smoke. Only, only person Kendrick got smoke for is Big Sean. I told you that. That's because Big Sean don't be wanting smoke with nobody. 
finally famous in this. <laughs> like, exactly. He'd be getting paid smashing Janae. Well, now that's over. But, you know what I'm saying? Yo, if he's mad enough, let, let him see a Janae meme or, like, one of him, the little sexy pics you put on IG. Let Kendrick double tap that shit. We're going to see who going to be humble then. Big Sean put his foot in your ass. Keep playing, boy. And, well... Let's get because we got to wrap this up. We've already extended our time, but this we haven't done an episode in like two weeks, so it makes sense. Um, in more Jesse Smollett news, it's being reported that he's lying. We you know, lie. you know it, I know it, ABC Chicago knows it. it. It's starting to be a thing, like everyone knows it, but now I respect it. Now, people. Are defending him saying yo if you thought he was I lying from jump it. you're homophobic this I is what's wrong with the black it. community these white publications are lying mm. I'm like fam real, nigga, real niggas what's up are you serious I respect it you know why cause I respect a nigga who house is burning down and he's saying ain't shit happening <laughs> he look at you dead in the face surrounded by fire like, you know like that dog it's fine <laughs> The jig in the air. He's like, nope, not going to acknowledge that. <laughs> like, nah, that shit was disgusting. Like I said, I've been saying from the beginning, I really hope he's not lying. Let's see the footage. Get these niggas the fuck out of there. I was, wasn't that initial story that they were white men? And then they were talking about they bringing black guys in. Then they were talking about yeah. the, boat, the dudes. Like, he hired them. Somebody at first in a story talking about they was doing something nasty. So I was like, y'all bugging me in that nigga's business. But then they were talking about he hired them to beat them up. I'm like, what? They had a Jussie Do It um thing. It was like, I always fight back, even when I hired them to beat me up. <laughs> Jussie Do It, like a Nike meme. It was crazy. Nah, um, the clips y'all been using from Empire, where he was singing <laughs> Tell the Truth. I was like, no, man. <laughs> I mean, this bitch, like, that shit, Tell the Truth is almost as funny as Will Smith, man. <laughs> That shit was like, nah, Lord, he was. Malcolm would have been rolling in his grave. I'm like, yo, this nigga was. <laughs> when I saw that, nigga said he was the gay Tupac, and y'all thought that was kosher. Nothing struck y'all about that being wrong. Nigga talking about, y'all ain't believe me. Yeah, I mean, you called yourself the gay Tupac. Like, <laughs> that shit threw me for a loop. Well, while we're speaking on this, we got to talk about why Boosie's trending right now. No, we don't. <laughs> Come on, man. So I, I can't quote it. No. <laughs> you go ahead. Pause, because I know Rob likes to be negative. This is what Boosie posted. It's the meme or picture of Jesse Smollett sleeping. I guess it was in the in the show Empire, and he was like, "Yo, this just sound this sounds so wild to say out loud." <laughs> And I quote. Mm, <laughs> quoting now. Anyway, he was like, that dick make you do some crazy stuff. SMB Whoa, don't. pause. <laughs> don't blame him. Hashtag it's powerful. Eggplant emoji. Hashtag real ish though. And it's just like, what? <laughs> 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 and I told Rob, I was like, yo, did you see this caption? He was like, why that would I follow was gay for no reason. <laughs> Just, just look at the <laughs> caption. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you like this. I ain't like I don't wanna post that type of lifestyle, bro. You don't do you, fam. I don't give a fuck. But like, can you warn me if you gonna say something gay? Like, 
you can kiss a nigga. I don't give a fuck. But I don't want to see. That's just not my cup of tea to see in front of me. Like, don't be throwing posts up there like that, Boosie. That's just disturbing. Like, was, like, I don't know where you're going with the post. Are you saying that, like, you fucked him? So, like, you got, like, like... He like he dignitized by you, or are you saying like you understand his plight because you was doing you was watching niggas draw from jail? Boosie uh, updated the post. You know how you can edit the post caption. He actually mm-hmm. wrote a long extended. Caption. Yeah, I see. Yeah. I see that now. What a side bitch do when you put some good dick on it? So you want the whole world to see it? Nah, bro, you can't clean that up. Uh, and why did you post that picture of it? Attach the picture of that shit, like. Oh man, you came with that shit from different angles. Pause. <laughs> Shout out to you, Boosie. Come on, man. Come on. Oh. Hey man, everybody, live your truth or you end up like Jesse. Yeah, My whole thing about the situation is this, okay? First and foremost, you're doing this discount the countless stories that like, you know what I'm saying? You know people going to use that. Like, hey, man, you saw that Jesse shit. Like, you guys are lying. We're doing real hate crimes going on. Like, we know it is. Like, that's the stuff. That's disgusting. You know what I'm saying? So for you to pray on that, it's like, it's really disturbing. Like, it's fucked up. And get that out the way. Number two, I hate a nigga that lies for no reason. Like, they come to you with the lie. And you wasn't even looking for it. <laughs> nigga just say, what's up, Jarrell? And just start lying to you. Like, damn, nigga, I even asked. <laughs> Yeah. He, he be like, how was your day? I was at the All Star game. I dapped up LeBron and shit. You like, bro? I didn't even like what. <laughs> so that's Jesse said. Like, you entered my airspace with lies for no reason. I was minding my business, and then on Twitter, you out here to come out here lying. You know, told stories of hate crimes and bleach. Like, I don't know, man. Like I'm, like I'm still like I'm not holding on on passengers. I'm just saying, you know. I hope all oh, the truth comes out. But boy, oh boy, boy, oh boy. I'm just saying. Yeah, man. Before we go, let me tell everybody about my trip to the DR. It was uh. um a lot of good food. Great weather. I'm talking like 80 degrees, 70s at night. All that fun stuff. Got to go uh, snorkeling. Went through caves. Went on a zip line. But if you haven't seen the picture by now, I did separate my shoulder. Uh, <laughs> I came back from the final excursion. We went on the little slide at the at the pool at our resort. I dislocated my shoulder. Mm, not gonna lie to you, Rob. That was probably the most pain I've ever been in. Physical pain mm. I've ever been in in my life. I cried. I cried a lot. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And, um, I mean, at the moment, you know, I felt, I felt bad because I felt like, man, we just had this great trip and I ruined it. I was embarrassed. Oh, no. Chill. Now I feel like I'm I'm fine. Um, you definitely have thoughts because now I'm I'm off. I haven't. I'm not gonna work till at least Saturday. So I've just been on idle time. So you know you have good thoughts that come to your mind and bad thoughts that cancel it out. I know that because of the friends we hang out with, I'm gonna hear about this for a long, long time. And 
and you know Taylor shout out to Taylor because she's definitely been keeping me afloat she's like I don't think people are going to make it a big deal I was like no they will <laughs> they definitely will and she's seen it firsthand. And she's like, "It's not even that funny." I'm like, "I know." Even my brother, when I told him, he's like, "But it it was just an accident." I'm like, "Isaiah, I, nah, I know, nigga. But what would you do? Get extreme skateboarding and shit. You was out there doing XFL moves in the bedroom. See, this is what happens when you wild chill, out, bro. Okay, guys, I'm trying to let you guys know that Dapper J's life is a cautionary tale for men across the globe. This is what happens when you go to DR. They want to perform extreme CPR. This is what happens. Extreme CPR. That's interesting. He was oh, out here nah, giving man. her compressions and broke his shoulder. I'm trying to let y'all know what really happened, but he wants to lie. Nah. <laughs> but on um, all in all, I mean, I'm fine. This nigga slid in mean, the I girl's DMs and broke your shoulder. That is crazy that you did that on vacation. You wild. Anyway, <laughs> like, I'm fine. I just got to take more medicine. Um... <laughs> They drugged up. That's what I've been doing. So, other than that, yeah, that's pretty much been it. We can do these shoutouts. He was out there bugging. Shout out to shout out to Valentine's Day. You know, shout out to Drake. I think Drake made he made that so far gone because he understood that All Star Weekend was coming up. Yeah. He knew the girl he was talking to was going to be on a ball of dick that weekend. He was like, fuck this. <laughs> now, if I drop this so far gone, you won't. <laughs> Give Bria a whole interlude. You see where I'm going with this. So, shout out to you, Drake, for all the real niggas. Um, I'm saying shout out to every doctor in the world. You know what I'm saying? Every surgeon. You know, everybody that can help Jarrell through his time of need. Yeah, man. Shout out to the Dominican doctors, man. It was really nice. And, uh, Shout out to Carmen. She was the lia- the international liaison. She spell liaison. she stayed past her shift to make sure I was I was taken care of. So. You can't spell liaison. Yeah, she's from Florida out here. What? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Shout out to all the all the fans. You know what I'm saying? Who has to sign Drell's cast? So you know how that goes. He's probably going to picture with you too. This is bad, guys. So now we all got to suffer because he was bullshit. See, this is what I'm saying, man. You got to pick your friends back. <laughs> but now, nah, you know what I'm saying? Speed of recovery for you, bro. I appreciate it, bro. And, you know, it's just real tough. You know what I'm saying? At least you didn't get an Alex Smith injury. Yeah. That <laughs> it could have been worse. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Definitely. And you sit in the wheelchair, your girl like, I ain't getting no dick for six months. See, man, then you put a strain on your relationship. See, this is what happens, guys. So, you know, count your blessings. Shout out to the podcast, man. All-Star Weekend was cool. Shout out to Steph, man. You gave me some good memories. Like, that dunk was dope. Definitely. Thanks, man. That's it. Me, big shout out to everyone that listens. Oh, yo. Yo, let me give you a quick 20-second battle rap shout-out. Yo, shout-out to my homie Mad Foffer, man. He called a body of Hall of the Dawn, man. That was crazy to see. So, um, shout-out to RBE for having two of the biggest, like, upsets. Shout-out to Hoffer, man. Go ahead. That was crazy. Um, if you made it this far, we appreciate you listening. Um, all the concerns and prayers I've gotten about my shoulder, I appreciate that, too. Um, big shout out my homegirl Alexis 
Judge Khalil, we interviewed her years back, and she was talking about it. It's finally coming. Yeah, that is crazy, man. Um, the the Minnesota came out today, and that was cool to watch. Cause, uh, shout out my homegirl, Morgan. She's one of the characters. And it's just mm. cool. I'm like, yo, like, she really made a cartoon. Like, we really out here. Yo, that's fire, you know. Yeah, man. I will say this. Jarrell, when he gets that shit fixed, he's going to kick in your door like, bro, I'm cleaning this. <laughs> <laughs> Someone at work was like, "So you you show the lean now?" And I'm like, "Chill, bro. Get that dirt off your shoulder." <laughs> Nigga, about to have that shoulder roll defense. Shaking my yo, can I, yo, can I ask you a question though? Sure. What song are we playing? Are we playing a so far gone record? Or should we play yeah, Beautiful should. Bliss since? Oh yes, yeah, I the Cole and Wale, man. I love seeing them two performing, them two together on tracks and things like that's amazing chemistry. You guys should do a dope album together. So what should we do, Beautiful Bliss? Yeah, we should do Beautiful Bliss. All right, cool. I'm about to put that but uh, right, I gotta ask go you a ahead. question. You know what I'm saying? If your car breaks down, right? Do you pull over to the shoulder? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, I got a little good shoulder jokes, guys. But, man, that is crazy to see. I was concerned when Ala called me and asked. Yo, I was like, LMAO. <laughs> okay, but that was a friendly LMAO because we knew the story was going to be funny. <laughs> like, anybody who knows Darrell knows that no matter what happens, he'll be the president of the United States and stub his toe for three weeks. Like, something bad is going to happen to Jarrell no matter what goodness happens, okay? He's going to get a Porsche and then the tire is going to be flat in the back. <laughs> it's just Jarrell. You don't know what's going to happen. You don't know why it happens. But, you know, he's got instant humbleness. You know? <laughs> so shout out to Jarrell. He takes all the dubs, guys. But, man, he takes the weirdest L's. <laughs> the weirdest L's. Like, it'd be for no reason. You'd be like, bro, he couldn't just eat his oatmeal. <laughs> Like, why is there salt in there? It's just sugar. Like, it's just bad. Jarrell just lives a weird life. Salt to my boy, man. We're going to play Beautiful Bliss. And, that uh, shit is crazy. And until the next time. Woo. Peace. Peace. Yeah, with the clippers, like Sean living, thinking, mm, I'm trying to get it like Sean get it. If Lord giveth a meal and a milk, like skinned it. It's slight blemishes in life system, but I'm giving the foundation when I write lyrics. That Anvil night heart, minus bright knickers. Maybe not quite the star, but my heart's in it. <laughs> when Brad Hart meet Brad Fall, a sharpshooter well exceeding any figure fall. My figure more or less six or more I invest in my larynx and lungs in this voice I project my project is like with pros inject and niggas so fly I should be dropped
robed in jets. It's ironic they call me a fresh breath, no joke. You see them boys sign me to the skull, right? I'm success, so fuck stress. You can get the fuck from around me. And if you're listening, know you're wondering where the fuck they found me. I'm from the Vail, what? Hey, Wale, good looking. I breathe on and puncture Leave her like a female Vagina puncture Waiting Showing you her beauty If she's naked It's like the view Of a painting Or a lake kid This is how beautiful My day is Beat me how I'm raising Up the capital From Nathan Capital I'm raising Like I'm through Punctuating Or shift keys Or an eye placement Cause shifted keys Get your capital Raised up Motherfucker <laughs> Take it away. I can't sing, but fuck it. It's my When you feel like this. When you slide the bitch. When you slide the bitch. And you ride with tents, so you ain't bothered a bit. 